Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 274 of our trek, and for the past two days, as well as today, we are exploring what it means to be wandering in the wilderness by faith. If you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek, please go to wisdom-trek.com to listen to them and to read the daily journal. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. I did make real good progress furnishing the library woodwork during the day Saturday. Then Saturday evening was invested with our grandkids where I was once again the monster that chased them throughout the house. I'm glad to be limber and young enough at heart to be able to enjoy them and to invest this time with them. Our daughter Elizabeth stayed and we had homemade split pea and ham soup. It was a great way to invest the evening. Sunday, we headed south once again to Charlotte, where we dropped off Kip at his home and then invested a little time with Buddy and Chalimo. We will be in Charlotte a little less than three weeks and then head back to Marietta once again. We do enjoy being able to wander back and forth between the two homes. Speaking of wandering, on today's trek, we continue to study what it means to be wandering in the wilderness by faith. And we want to look at two segments today. And the first one is the faith that saves. To have faith in our life is of utmost importance. Faith's importance in salvation is emphasized in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, where Paul writes, Grace saved you by His grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. So faith does play a role in the entire process until we enter the kingdom of heaven, and then even more so after that. It is the sum of what God is doing in our lives, written in John chapter 6, verse 29. Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants you to do. Believe in the one He has sent. The faith that saves has a beginning when God, on His own initiative, calls us and leads us to repentance. He does this by the Spirit guiding us into all truth, stirring up our minds to knowledge. His Spirit enables us to perceive from a perspective we never before seriously considered. This, combined with the confrontation that occurs within our carnal mind when we are forced to choose what to do with this precious truth, gives birth to living faith, a faith that works, a faith that walks in godliness. As miraculous and powerful as God's liberation of Israel from the bondage in Egypt was, even more so and of greater importance is the breaking of our bondage to Satan, this world, and our human nature. This is why Ephesians 2.8 says that the faith that saves is a gift from God. Israel's release from Egypt was God's gift too. Regardless of how much they cried out to him, Israel would have never left Egypt without him. If God had not been merciful and faithful, if he had not been trustworthy, they would have never been freed. What did God lead us to that sparked the saving faith in us? He led us to His Word. We can gleam a measure of faith from observing God's creation, but this faith cannot save us because it does not reveal His entire purpose. The seeds of faith in us are planted through the proclamation of His Word, as Romans chapter 10, verse 17 state, So faith comes from hearing, that is, hearing the good news of Christ. As Christ followers, our lives should reflect the good news in both deed and word. Of course, this does not mean that all who hear the message will understand and accept it. Without the message, however, there would be nothing to believe in, nothing that we can trust to lead us to salvation. The evidence that our lives are properly reflecting the good news is found in the fruit that our lives will produce, which is located in Galatians chapter 5, verses 20 through 22. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. Is your faith reflected by the fruit of the spirits in your life? Our second major section today is we must choose to live by faith. 
we must learn the valuable lessons regarding faith shown by the wandering of the Israelites in the wilderness because it also has a direct application to us. Romans chapter 15 verse 4 states, Such things were written in the scripture long ago to teach us, and the scripture gives us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11, these things happened as an example for us. They were written down to warn us who live at the end of this age. The nation of Israel knew the history of their ancestors with whom God had worked. Yet they chose to forget about the graciousness to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Joseph. God demonstrated his presence in them, but the Israelites chose to disregard him. They had the good news proclaimed to them, and they chose not to believe it. They had among them a godly witness and men of faith, men in whom the Spirit of God dwelled, and the rebellious children of Israel chose not to follow them. God has given us even more than he gave the nation of Israel. We have the entirety of God's written revelation to us. We would not even be in a position to read his word had God not personally acted to stir our minds to understand things of his spirit. He has given us the spirit that we might know the things of God. Faith comes from hearing the good news. When we have faith, we trust what God has said and promised are true. Though we many times feel alone in the midst of a trial, we can take comfort that so did the others of the faithful who went before us. We have the full revelation of God through His Son or the Word. The faithful of the Old Testament chose to believe even though they were waiting for the promises to be fulfilled in the future as told in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13. All these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but saw it from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Now the weight of responsibility for making choices grounded on the trust in God's word has fallen upon us. It is awesome to think of ourselves as being baptized into the history of the same spiritual company of those great men and women of the past, which had faced and whose names are emblazoned in our memories. We must not forget either their standing with God because of their faith or Israel's failure in the wilderness because they did not trust him. Remember the warning and advice God gave to Israel in the days before they entered the promised land, which is written in Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 and 20. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and cursings. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. Oh, that you would choose life, so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying Him, and committing yourself firmly to Him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in the land that the Lord swore to give your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. As we finish our third and final segment of the Wandering in the Wilderness by Faith trail, we learn that we must choose to accept and then live by faith. Tomorrow we will begin a month-long trek, which will cover several trails that are the principles of spiritual growth. This information was instrumental in my spiritual growth as a young man seeking to create and live my legacy. So encourage your family and friends to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. That will finish our podcast for today. Just as you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom, we ask you to help us to grow Wisdom Trek by sharing with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and invite them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. 
This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.